Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotional. Zach here. So flipping, pumped, excited. I'm stoked, y'all. Stoked to be able to spend a little bit of time with you today to dive into our devotional. I hope that today's uh, episode finds you in just a freaking great place. I hope you had a wonderful weekend up here in Delaware. It was beautiful, beautiful on Saturday. And let me tell you, on Sunday, it is hot as a mother trucker outside. But it's okay. Just as a good day to go outside, get a tan. I hope you're all getting your tan on. I hope you're loving your life. I hope your family's doing well. I hope you're living blessed. I really do. And listen, if you're in a tough season, here's what I want you to know. You can get through it. You, the only way you lose is if you quit because these seasons come and go. So we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep pushing and we are going to get through it. Y'all, I want to celebrate the fact that over the past, um, uh, one of the things I had received in an email a couple weeks ago, I don't know if I had celebrated on the podcast yet, but I wanted to tell you guys is that um, this podcast is in the top 200 of um, in spiritual and religion podcasts in the world. And I, I am pumped for that, you guys. I am so excited. I love that. Um, it's, it's really amazing to me, uh, simply because I do this from a bedroom. I don't feel like I'm really qualified to do it, but, um, the idea, the fact that you guys listen to this, that you promote it, that you share it, that you support it, it means a lot to me and it's just so cool. And so thank you. Seriously. Thank you. It, I, I, I love you guys. Um, I love the, the thing, the message you just, you send me, I love the conversations we have in our private group, which if you're not in that, you can find the link to that in our show notes. But I just love being able to do this thing together and I'm excited for the future of this podcast and all the exciting things we're going to be doing. But we're in, uh, let's, let's just move on. Let's move on. So I want to dive into today's uh, devotional and we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 15, verse one. And I believe that this is a key verse for us, considering all the things that happened over the past few days. Uh, with the uh, court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, I don't want to I don't want to have a conversation specifically about um, about that yet. But what I do want to do is I want to just specifically talk uh, to all the women out there and just let you know that there's one thing that does make me sad, and that is that um, anytime that we try to f- use the power of the state to force people to make decisions um, that are Christian based, uh, just or 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 are believed to be Christian based. Th- it just never goes well. Um, I don't think that control and forced decisions is something that should ever be put upon people. And for me, and I'm just going to say this, as it feels like um, a piece of women's rights was lost over the course of the last few days, and. Um, it just it just makes me sad, and I'm really sorry about that. And if you disagree with that, listen, that's fine. I'm not saying I'm pro-abortion. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I'm pro I'm pro-choice. I, I'm pro-choice, and 
Um, I believe people should always have the ability to make the decisions they want based on their beliefs. And um, I just, I feel like that little bit of that was lost. And so I'm really, really sorry. But in saying that, um, social media this weekend (laughs) was a freaking crap show. Uh, People just saying whatever the frick they want. People spouting off an anger from both sides, whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, whatever, whatever, whatever it may be. It just, it was just ugly. Um, The comments were ugly. I was looking at one conversation where somebody had put up basically just encouraging Christians to, to not be asses. And uh, this woman commented and she said, Jesus is still on the throne and abortion is still murder. And I was reading this and I thought, why out of all the things in the world that you could say, why, why do you feel like this is the comment you needed to make? And a friend of mine commented back and was like, you know, comments like this are why people will never come to you and like open up to you. Um, You just aren't, this just isn't a loving response. And this person responded and they said, well, I am so full of love. And I just laughed. I literally laughed out loud looking at my phone because my thing is, if you have to say you're so full of love, you're probably not full of love. But I was reading in Proverbs uh, chapter 15, verse one, and it says this, it says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And I was reading that and I just thought it was so timely uh, for for everything that was going on this weekend. And I have a podcast that's going to come out later this week, kind of revisiting some of the stuff. But we have to do better at mitigating our emotions behind a keyboard. When we are on social media, there is a sense of uh, uh, being anonymous. I can't say the word that I want to say. A sense of being anonymous that gives us courage to say things that we would never say to people face to face. And we have to learn to control that a little bit. We we make big statements and we say very hurtful things, um, whether whether they're right or wrong. You know, I put up the podcast last week. You can do the right thing in the wrong way, and it's still wrong. Social media is, media is a beautiful example of that. And we have to guard ourselves from just making these damning statements to people about subjects that the reality is we may not know too much about. Um, and even if we know a lot about it, how we present it and how we make these statements shut people down. And all they do is stir up anger. They stir up um, strong negative emotions. And we can do better by simply responding with a soft answer. One of the things that was told to me a long time ago is uh, 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 statements build walls, questions bring clarity. And I think this is something that I've held on to since I've heard that, because what I've learned is that the more I ask questions and the more I seek to understand, um, the easier it is for that person to feel understood. And honestly, the easier it is for me to feel understood, because we can share a common ground of understanding where both of us come from. And so I want to challenge you today to practice giving soft answers, to try to be a little bit more empathetic and sympathetic, knowing that, hey, I may not know everything about this topic. I may not know this person's situation. I may not know what they're going through. And if we take a second and we approach ourselves with a little bit of sympathy and empathy, honestly, what's going to happen most of the time is we probably won't find ourselves writing comments at all or sending anything uh, because we're going to recognize that it's not helpful. The other side of that is when we do respond and we do put something out there, it opens a door for a conversation and it's not a statement of condemnation. And that's an important thing we need to differentiate. And so let me encourage, I'm going to read it one more time. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And here's my challenge for you today. Is there anything over the past few days that maybe you've posted, that you've said, that you've commented, um, that stirred up anger, that was harsh? 
that was hurtful. And maybe you need to seek forgiveness for that. Maybe you need to repent of that and you need to seek forgiveness from the people that would have hurt that. The other side of this is, hey, how can I, how can I engage in meaningful conversation about these topics that I'm passionate about? How can I learn something I may not know about this? How can I seek to understand why someone believes differently than I believe and begin pursuing these things? Because conversation will always be the catalyst for change. It always will be. Control is never a catalyst for change. Conversation is a catalyst for change. And we have to be a catalyst for change. And the way we do that is through conversation, is through soft answers, jumping in and seeking to be to understand, not to be understood. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you for, um, Lord, the ability to have conversations. Um, Lord, you did this so beautifully in your life on earth. You always ask questions, Lord. You seek you seek for people to to speak what they understood, to speak their understandings. And in these conversations, change happens. So Lord, I pray that you would help us do the same. Help us to lead conversations with grace and truth. Um, Lord, help us represent you well. Um, Lord, give us the discernment to know what needs to be said and what doesn't need to be said. Um, more than anything, give us the heart to speak from a place of love, not of a place of judgment. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.